Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast, Straight White Whale. My name's Darren Connell, you should know that by now because this is the 24th episode. We're back after a short break, my producer and um, director and gaffer and friend, potential lover, was away <laughs> for a week, so it, it feels like... Uh, longer than that so it's good to be back and it's also really nice and surprising um the amount of people that have been in touch um asking where the podcast's been so we have got a new sponsor before we get into the the madness i want to give them a shout out um arguing co it's a legal firm um you'll see in the screen their logo and their contact information will pop up no, I wouldn't get people to sponsor the po- the podcast that I wouldn't trust. I know Alan; he's a he's a good guy, and as as you know, I've I've only had people like you know, Giros and uh, the hair transplant place to sponsor the podcast, and um, I know that the he's a good person. So, if you're struggling and you need advice regarding, you know family stuff uh parking fines any stuff like that get in touch even a will mate you can write out a will see if you need a will see if you hate your brother or something (laughs) (laughs) and you're trying to protect your assets (laughs) aye so say for instance uh, you're bobby for scott squad and you've been waiting for that big break and then you get that big break and then the brother that you hate does that where's my money I'll be like, I go Aaron to write me a will, you're getting nothing, you can't. So, and see the thing is, they're so nice and they're so good and you can trust them that see how, if you have got a problem and you feel like you need legal help, you can get in touch with them and see if that's not what they specialise in, he'll send you in the right direction. That's how good they are. So, if you need help, get in touch with them, that's his details. Do you want a cautionary tale about a will? Yes. My uncle died of COVID, right? Hadn't seen his daughter since she was four. Left everything to my ma. She came in and took it all. You're kidding No, because he didn't write her out of the will. Apparently, like, if you've got kids, you need to write them out the will. It's no applicable or valid for you to just leave them out. You need to be like, I specifically say that this person does not get any yeah. of my, my assets. Mate, I'm writing every cunt out my will. <laughs> Who are you leaving your money to? Me? Mate, honestly, I would rather leave it. I'm not saying I'd rather leave it to you like you're a dog. (laughs) It would make me feel so much better knowing that you would get my stuff. That's how bitter, that's how crippled with resentment I'm. You know what? You know how I say Alan's a good guy and he would tell me me to fuck off? I'd be like, write him in the wall. (laughs) Own fucking A4 paper with a crayon. Oh my god, I'm getting shooting pains in my neck, man. I hate people so much. You get stressed. I hate people. Pure stress pains for talking about wills. Aye. So, I mean, it's good to be back, Paul. Aye, mate. I know you've been working very hard with your numerous jobs and productions. Uh, I think the last time we did a podcast was two weeks ago. Aye. Um, did you enjoy your break? I absolutely loved it, mate. Yeah. It was great. Although, like... I went to Amsterdam, yes, and it was kind of, you know, wasn't it a mental Amsterdam trip? That's what they all say. No, it, it genuinely wasn't. It. Um, it was very 
you know, it was very PC, it was very like coupley. Um yeah. which that, you know, we just picked that place to go. But um I it was supposed to be a London trip and we ended up in Amsterdam, but Amsterdam has got no mask mandate, no distancing, everything's just when England went back to normal, everything went back to normal. Mm-hmm. We were sitting on the last day having a fucking a pancake crepe or whatever, a fucking Dutch pancake. Uh, and my mate was pure, oh, it's so good to get back to normal. I was like, oh, mate, see if we don't catch COVID here. My mate and his missus got COVID. Really? Hi, <laughs> mate. Dave, wow. after looking back, sent me a text. That's me tested positive for COVID. I was like, well, that's what normality gives you. But yeah. no, it was <laughs> it was very good. Mate, I just, I needed time to just, like, relax. Yeah. Nothing else. If I didn't go away, I'd have still done that. Like, just... I think even when I came back, I had like two or three days after. Two or three days after I had when I came back were kind of what I needed. Yeah. I was burning out like fuck. Uh, and I knew that because I was getting grumpy. Yeah. And shitting on everything. So when you get that way where you're just like, everything's shit. Yeah. I was getting a wee bit like that. So. Aye. It was good. I'm glad that you're back. Glad that you're recharged. And, um, you know, because that, it's weird. It's been a strange year. Like, couple of weeks ago I came in here and I was fucked before the mm-hmm. broadcast and I was like I hope this is no COVID I'd done five tests through it but I was fucked for 16 days right so I never even had the energy to go for a test at a centre but the tests that were gain, that I was getting myself in the house were negative mm-hmm. and then see when I did feel better I mean this was 16 days lying in my bed mate like I can walk everywhere and I went to walk uh, through Springburn into the town and I couldn't even walk. I had to get like get a taxi back. Right. So I think it was COVID and then I started to feel better. I went for a sauna in a steam room, sitting in the sauna in the steam room and there was a guy there that I kind of know saying, my, my missus is fucked with a cold, man. I hope I don't get it. <laughs> and I just done that. I bet you I'm going to catch cold off that cunt. So 16 days I was fucked. Uh-huh. Soon as I went there, I got the cold. Oh, did you? Yep. Oh, fuck. So sake, that's man. like three weeks, mate. I've been like essentially lying in my bed, doing nothing. And uh, the day I was like, do you know what? Shorts on, I'm going to walk it to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I got probably 500 metres from my house and somebody drove past us and just done at you at a lift. <laughs> you so I get a lift, Dad. Aye. <laughs> so I walk it back. <laughs> I walk it back, mate. Sounds like COVID, but if it's like you can't walk the line for yourself and can't get yourself out of bed, but you know, who am I? Well, do you know who I, how I think it was COVID? Because I forgot my bank pin and then I forgot, uh, God, I'm forgetting what I've even forgot. <laughs> my bank pin and something else it was like my apple id and my email what password uh, I, I was forgetting all that shit right and i'm never really like that mate so even like simplicity i was just struggling with all that shit so i think i had covid Aye. somebody else was saying the same thing they were like um wasn't he feeling well had a cough had a fever lost a wee bit of taste 
it was testing negative. Yeah. Fuck knows what's going on, mate. Well, I never lost taste because I fucking scalped just eat every single night. <laughs> That's the only disease that you can have fucking Donham eating chips with. <laughs> That's the an- That's the antidote to COVID. Chips, Aye. cheese and Donner, mate. <laughs> chips, cheese and Donner. We're on it to the morrow. <laughs> oh, mate. I love chips, cheese and Donner, mate. It's, just, it's the best. Actually, like, just as you say that, like, I went to Old Duffy one in my usual haunts on Uber Eats and it came up flagging a wee uh, um, cleanliness what concern. A, a bad review? No, like an actual Glasgow City Council have said that this place is kind of like no alright and wow. you might want to consider no eating here on Uber Eats. Wow. And I did you still get it? I fucking right I did. <laughs> uh, that's the same. There's a place in Springburn called Gills that sell kebab meat. <laughs> and uh, I know that Gary, Gary Folds is fucking mad for it. Right. And the both of you are absolutely mad for it, man. Uh, fuck knows what they've got in that place, but it's addictive. It's more addictive than smack. <laughs> Aye, they're putting fucking crack cocaine in their fucking... Right, so here we go. Such and such takeaway. No say names. Because their food's banging, mate. Has a FHIS rating of improvement required. This was updated on the 17th of 4th, 2022. And then it gives you like foodstandards.gov.scot. Like, um, before ordering, please contact a restaurant directly and ask to speak to a member of the staff who can assist you with the information. <laughs> so, I like Uber Eats are fucking flagging uh, cleanliness. I've never seen on. that before. Near of Amit. So, see, when you read that, what did you order? <laughs> <laughs> I get uh, buffalo chicken wings and I go a uh, mixed kebab. Not bad. Mm-hmm. No diarrhea, but I actually was lying to myself. I need to pay attention if I get diarrhea tomorrow. Bad <laughs> decisions have been made, but no, nothing happened. You're all right. So I was like, fuck it. I had a bowl of mints last night for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just for, a bowl of mints. For the first time in about five years. I it was a, like a glass salad bowl that when I was a vegan, I had my all my salads in. And last night, I was like, fuck it, I'm having a bowl of mints. <laughs> So I was like a small <laughs> packet of mince right. and I just made it and I, I kind of put seasoning in it and I made it into like some tacos and stuff. But essentially when I made it and it was in the bowl, it was mince and then I added shit to it. <laughs> so it was all right. A bowl of mince, man. Fuck but sake. I've changed my diet because I wasn't beating myself up there. It's really important to realise that see when you're struggling, if you're stressed with work and stuff, see if you put on weight or whatever, or if you're not going to the gym, who gives a fuck? So... But for the last couple of days, I've took a page out of Paul's book because Paul doesn't eat until later on at night. And I've been doing kind of one meal a day. Right. And I tell you what, mate, it was the best fucking bowl of mince I've ever had in my life. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like mince crack sprinkled on the top. <laughs> Honestly, it was like, even just taste better, man. You're like, oh, this is amazing. Aye. I get actually, somebody told me that that's an eating disorder, that I've got an eating disorder, that oh. intermittent fasting's classed as an eating disorder. Do you know, I've had help for, there's a fellowship for, for disordered eating mm-hmm. and... Uh, very similar to Alcoholics Anonymous and uh, they give you a questionnaire and on the questionnaire uh, fasting's a no-go. Is it really? Yeah. Right. And it triggers a lot of things with people with eating disorders and I can understand it and I've been there because numerous times in my life, I mean the first lockdown I fasted for over a hundred days in a row 
but see the very first time I ever fasted mm -hmm. because you're it's like the first time you take an AK, it's the best AK in the world. The first time you fast, it's the best feeling. Mm -hmm. I was getting euphoric manic highs of fasting and when I was eating and all that I, I was like giggling and laughing and all that when I was eating so I think that is an eating disorder right okay maybe we'll take a look at it man I don't know man I, I I'm I don't know what do I think about that I think it depends on how you use it right see if you're using it as like a um as a way to like restrict I suppose it's restrictive just as it is, isn't it? Yeah. But see if you're using it, I suppose, in an unhealthy way. I've never had any health problems. Like, so maybe technically I do have disordered eating, but it doesn't impact me in the way that it would impact somebody that's had problems with like bulimia or anorexia yeah. or whatever. I think it boils down to like you could drink alcohol every day and not be an alcoholic. I think that like, you know, mm -hmm. you're a wee retired old guy. You have a dram before your dinner every night. I don't think that's alcoholic drinking. It's you know you can have a pint and a dram and and no be an alcoholic. And no be an alcoholic. So you I think you can be fat. You can do fasting and and no have an eating, an eating disorder. disorder. It's it's really just down to the individual. Very nuanced though. When you think about it, how do you how do you then qualify for them to be having an eating disorder and using fasting? I suppose we would maybe need to look that up if it's like you don't get a sufficient amount of calories. Mm -hmm. um, that's an eating disorder, but you can have disordered eating, but yeah. not an eating disorder. It's a fucked up one. I don't know, mate. Maybe look into this a wee bit more, but I've never had anything negative happen to me through fasting. Yeah. I, the one thing that I would say is I don't recommend it to people. I've never said to people like you should try fasting. Uh -huh. I don't really give a fuck. Like it's just something that I've always I've I, done for a long time. You know I've I mean? been a lot kinder to myself with it. See if I want a cup of tea during the day, I'll have a cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Or like coffee with milk in it and stuff. I'll have that, you know, liquids. But I won't rip the cunt out of it. Like obviously I'm not having a full fat coke or something, but if I want a cup of tea with some milk in it, I'm doing it. With just like a wee tiny bit of milk. Aye. Aye. But I won't eat food. Aye, you know is mean? that breaking your fast, having like a fucking... I think it is. Uh, the technical way it is, you're breaking a fast, but I still lose weight. I mean, see the first lockdown, I remember I did a 40. Boredom, right? You get this thing called, I think it's the Gladiator fast. It's a 72-hour fast. Right. And I managed 49 hours. Right. <laughs> and see, 49 hours, mate, I think your body goes into ketosis. Oh, absolutely. But... There was two things that I noticed. See my breath stinking, stinking. of shit. Aye, mate. Aye. Like human shit, like waste. Uh -huh. And my kneecaps were so painful that I couldn't walk. Like, see the pain on my legs? Like right. shooting pain. So inflammation's kicked in or something, man? That's weird. I think so. So I was like Googling and it was saying that that's your body recovering or fixing itself. But... I remember lying on my bed and at points I was actually like Argh! with my the pain in my, my legs. Uh-huh. But it's mad how your body changes. Like I'm struggling to go like eight hours with it food now. But back in back then I was like uh -huh. addicted, addicted. I don't know man. if that I don't know if fasting for that long is really good for you. Nah, I for, don't know, man. Because I'm in a lot of pages on uh 
Facebook and stuff and I've left them all, but you get mad cunts that are doing 70 hour fasts. It can make you lose hair as well. See fasting that Well, long. you're stressing your body. Like this is the thing that I, I really like about it is, is that it helps you manage your stress response. Yeah. So, and like your, your body's acclimatized to a certain amount of stress. And obviously when you're getting into ketosis, your body's actually eating itself. That's why your breath smells a shite. That's why your sweat smells. Yeah. It's because literally your body's using your body fat as fuel. Yeah. Fat as fuel, man. That's what you need. That's, that's going to fix your full <laughs> fucking life out there. But that's why <laughs> that, that explains the smells, right? But when you start, your hair starts to fall out. Yeah. And you, you're like, why are you doing this? I've seen somebody on Twitter and she like incessantly posts her fast. And you don't see any posts about fasting for about fucking nine weeks. She's obviously off the wagon and then you get like this. <laughs> She's getting a fucking mixed munchie box for that place. <laughs> and then you get a screenshot of a fucking 40 hour fast and it, you're kind of like, why are you doing that? Mm. Like, what, what's the what's the point in mm. actually doing it? If you're, is there any health benefits to fasting for two days every month or whatever? I, I think a lot of people use intermittent fasting as a way to feel like they're in control of their diet. Definitely. That is definitely what I'm, what I'm doing. Like if I, that's why I do it. It's a yeah. way for me to control the amount of food that I shove in my fucking face. Because see, if I don't, I know through history that I will fucking just eat until I'm sick. Do you know what I mean? So did you fast when you were in Amsterdam? No. Good on no, you. I have breaks. Like, yeah. and some days I'll wake up and I'll be like, ah, nah, fuck it, man. I'm going to have breakfast or I'm going to have lunch. But no, mate, it was having breakfast, lunch and dinner. Um, and then some, do you yeah. know what I mean? Fucking right, did, mate. <laughs> did you have the munchies? Ah, you're fucking right, I did, mate. Um, the Why weed, did I do that? I feel fucking disgusted. Air quotes. The weed, the weed dealers. I mean, I've said previously to people, see, nowadays, if you're looking, if the reason to go into Amsterdam is because you're a stoner and you're like, oh, I want to smoke that weed, it's not that much better. They've yeah. upped their fucking game, mate. It Big was, time. Aye, mate. You could get all the American strains and all that, so aye, it was proper. Nice. Good. It's proper good, but no, I'm I'm not like pure obsessed with it that way where if I was having a holiday or if there's like a, you know, a f say I was going to a wedding mm -hmm. and they were like, oh, the dinner's getting served at five and I'm like, well, my fast is up at six o'clock. Now, you've, you've said to me before, do you want to go for some food? And I'll be like, nah, I'm fasting to six, you know, but if there's like that type of stuff, I, but see yeah. if there's like a special occasion or I'm on holiday, fuck it, man. Yeah. But when when i'm living my normal life enjoy it ah uh, you try your best well the reason why i'm doing it is i've realized i haven't really recovered from feeling rough so i've heard that fasting helps uh you know if you've got a cold or something it speeds up recovery so and plus my skin i don't know if you can see it in the skin uh the screen but my skin feels quite bad so i'm just gonna do that no mate, you look fine thank you baby I was gigging in Edinburgh last week and uh, I was gigging with a compere. I won't name him that I haven't seen in six years. Mm -hmm. And uh, the last time he seen me, I was skinny as fuck. And he said something along the lines of, you've put weight on, but he never meant it in a bad way. I know that people shouldn't say it, but he said it right. And see, instead Prick. of just saying, I mate, I've had a tough lockdown and I've been stressed and uh -huh. I've been trying to find somewhere to live. I just done that. I my thyroids are fucked. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a couple of times I've said that. Has it? Aye. Just wanting a week's use. Anytime somebody says something to me about my weight, I either say 
my thyroid's are fucked or I'm going through the process, I get my thyroid's checked. Aye, aye. So there's nothing wrong with my thyroid. Mm, there's one, t- <laughs> I don't know why this has just come out of my head, but there's one time I accidentally shaved my sideburns off. <laughs> when I was in like fifth or sixth year of school and I was telling cunts I had fucking psoriasis <laughs> that's my psoriasis don't slag it I literally had lip your straight line it was so bad man skills mental into it I remember having a lassie pal that I loved I was in love with her right the, you know you're 13 year old you fucking you chag a table <laughs> you know what I mean aye but you were in love with her aye and I was in love with her and uh, when we get a wee bit older, 18, 19, I get slaughtered for that. Oh, you used to love her and all that. And I was like, but she used to tell cunts that she was pregnant. Like, she used to walk about. She never even had her hole yet. And she was like, used to pretend that she was pregnant. So <laughs> don't judge me when I was 13. <laughs> what was she doing that for? 13, mate. We're all fucking Aye. mentally ill when in school, weren't we? Aye, looking for attention. I, I mean, in primary school, I lied about having a bud for about four years. It wasn't <laughs> even a bud, mate. It was just made up. Pamela stayed up my grand, but everybody was like, ah, your granny. And I was like, no, Pamela's real. Aye. I started to believe it. I love them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was Pamela real? <laughs> You're waking up talking to somebody like that. But sure, how many exes have you had? Like, well, if you include Pamela, <laughs> the imaginary. <laughs> but um, I, I love that because I'll tell people, um, oh, look. I used to play football and whatever, and they'll be like, oh, let me guess, injury, and I'm like, nah, I was just shite. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the truth. It's like, how did you know make it? Did you get injured? Or waiting for the pure stereotype, like I shagged a bird up my grand's butt? And I'm like, no, nah, I was just pish. No, nah, I was just shite. So, it feels good to be back, doesn't it? Aye. I have missed you, mate. I've realised I've got a lot of stuff going on. I've got a lot of stuff, mate. I've major separation anxiety <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> major separation anxiety I feel like I, I'm the one that started the podcast really cool as soon as you disappear for five days I'm fucked I'm like he doesn't like me I'm telling see other country you do podcasts where I'm like ah, Paul doesn't like me the guy he's in Amsterdam nah nah something's happening <laughs> facetiming me yeah do you still like me? <laughs> <laughs> Darren, mate, <laughs> I'm sorry. So if anybody finds me, like, strung up in here, like, with my guts team, <laughs> they know how to fucking, they know how to blame. I the podcast color coming to Netflix. So the I've got some good news color. to announce. What's that? I've got a new material night at The Stands. Um, they've gave me once a month right up until December. It's called Darren Connell and the Funny Bunch after Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> Posters it, are built on it. Thank you very much. Done by the amazing Pierce James. Um, it, you, I've done one night before and it was the vegan gorilla in Friends, but I had a bowl of mince for my dinner last night, so <laughs> it's not going to be called that. Uh, and I, I'll be the compare. And I'm going to give the chance to more established acts, basically acts that are no arseholes, right? Mm-hmm. A chance to do newer material. The last time I did it, people like uh, Stuart McPherson, my Scott Squad friend, went up and uh, Christopher McArthur Boyd, amazing stand-up comedian. I just say, look, go up and do what you want, but don't rip the cunt, because obviously it's a show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
there's no many new material nights in Glasgow at all. So it's it's good. And the last it was quite funny because the last time it was at twelve in the afternoon on a Sunday, and it was like my crowd that came. So it felt like a Friday Saturday night gig. Right. And my my pals are going up with pads. Like for fuck's sake, this is new material. Aye. So it's coming back. It's eight pound a ticket, and um, you can go on the stand website, um, and and buy a ticket and come along. What kind of response have you got? I've seen you, you launched it on social media, put it out to your billions of fans around the, around the globe. <laughs> I feel like that's a snide. No, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> my, my fans in Galloway Street. <laughs> uh, it's had a good response. I've not really checked ticket sales, but I, then again, I've not uh, sorted acts for it. But nearer the time I'll get it sorted, then you might be surprised who's doing a gig. You never know. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> it's no Frankie Boyle, it's my dad. Uh, <laughs> After some of the stories in the podcast, mate, cunts would probably come and see your daddy stand up. <laughs> I know. The other night, I tweeted this, by the way, the other night, my niece came up, I'm upstairs sending an invoice, and do you know what I heard them say? I love the Rambo films. They're dead realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, man. Fuck's sake. Mad Rab Rambo. Um, they're the most unrealistic war movies that have ever been made in their fucking life. So no, a bit where he's pure shooting a fucking uh, anti-aircraft fucking gun on, on the back of a fucking speedboat. <laughs> or the one when he, he grabs the guy's throat and he rips his throat out. Or the, the, the most recent one when uh, he, he takes them up in the Amazon in a boat and the guys are like, what are you looking at, boat man? Like he's totally nothing. But I, my dad's off, he's fucking nut. I think he takes the piss out of me. Every single time I do a podcast, he's like, ah, you go to your podcast on Thursday? I'm like, I don't think I've ever filmed it on a Thursday. <laughs> Every single week, he's like, ah, Thursday. <laughs> Just go to and he's that you come here on a Thursday. Aye. That's brilliant, but they're so realistic. Uh, mm. There's a bit in one of them where he heals a fucking sh- gunshot wound with like some gunpowder, does he know, and sets it in fire. <laughs> <laughs> Don't but, ridiculous. He's like running through Vietnam with a black wig on. Like, uh, <laughs> don't know about that, but there. Sly Stallone. You seen him recently? Is he getting old? Is he Aye, struggling? Mate, looks like a fucking melted candle, man. Ah, he's struggling, isn't he? Uh, he had a heart attack not long ago. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Or they roids. Some had a hair on him, by the way. <laughs> really? Lucky bastard, man. Hi, grey. Like full. Oh, does he? Full hair, doesn't he? Go bald. Uh huh. Do you know his just died recently? Jackie Stallone, did she? four years ago or something. Right. My Jackie. She was a walking advert for no getting plastic surgery. Yeah. Fucking horrendous. Absolutely. She she known Big Brother or something? Yes. Yeah, Jackie. Remember that? (laughs) No. That was her fucking catchphrase. She walks in and Stallone's ex-wife there and she's like, oh my God, it's Jackie. And she's like, yeah, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) The old school. Oh, I wonder what she was like when he was growing up, man. wonder how many stepdads, uncles, <laughs> how many uncles he had. I don't want to be cruel, but you're like, oh, Stallone's got a bit of a mad face. I wonder where he took that face. Then you see his man, you're like, oh. <laughs> Jeans are real. <laughs> Runs <Yeah>. in the family. <laughs> I also discovered something very funny yesterday. Okay. I was watching old school WWF videos. Right? Yes, man. What were you watching? Watching old school... I'm no gay, but this 
This was a moment when I thought <laughs> said every closeted gay guy ever. <laughs> By the way, no gay. <laughs> also said nearly every podcast I feel like I'm doing. I'm either sucking somebody's bang or saying I'm no gay. Uh but it was a thing like I went through my entire childhood thinking this and I, I never realised what the truth was. So basically I was watching old school road dog fighting Billy Gunn, right? And Billy Gunn Is that old school? 1999 right okay 22 years ago right okay that's old Aye, school. that is old school so he kept billy gunn came out to his song and it's called ass man and that was his name in wwe ass man right and he was walking to the ring and i was thinking he's got a fucking belt in an ass like <laughs> <laughs> okay and that's why i thought like when I was younger, I thought he was called Ass Man because he had a good ass. Right. I never realized that I actually listened to the song yesterday. Right. And it's like, I like to touch them. I like to feel them. Right. I like to look at them. So, so uh, it's like, are you an ass or a tit guy? Like, one of, right. Okay. So it turns out that he just loves arses, but because I'm a fucking idiot, <laughs> I thought it's because he had a belt in Because you're gay. <laughs> at 14 you were like ah, eh, that, that name's so spot on he's got a fucking cracked arse on <laughs> did he not all have fucking good arses because they're all fucking power lifting he's got a belt in an arse right. it doesn't even matter if you're gay or no gay google Billy Gunn ass he's, he must know the pressure is on like if I'm called ass man I need to do squats like <laughs> imagine if he had a <laughs> Imagine if he had a pure shite in here, <laughs> a wee flat arse. <laughs> it's a fucking belter. So there we go, mate. Every you know, day. I think some of the WWE is quite homoerotic. It seems to have kind of went back that way. Came away from it where they went for like wearing spandex, they wearing like jeans. Yeah. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin used to come out in jeans, although he did wear a leather waistcoat and a t-shirt on underneath. So that's yeah. still quite. And a goatee. An eyeballed goatee aviators. Yeah. Looks like Rob Halford. Who's that again? Um, the singer for uh, fucking Judas Priest, who <laughs> was like the gayest guy that ever. It's like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Like people in the seventies and eighties were like pure. These pe these guys are pure hyper masculine. Look at them up there posturing, and then they come out as gay, and you're like, what a fucking surprise! Like, There's a surprise. Aye, but some wrestling's quite homoerotic, I think. Aye, big beefy guys fighting each other. And spandex, and fucking baby oil. Where's all the bobies as well? What? None of them had like they were all cutting about in like fucking speedos. Yeah. And none of them you were like pure fuck's sake. There must be a specialized thing in there, like taping their knob to their uh, leg or something. Or it's all the roids. Aye. Shrinks their bobies. Mm-hmm. Fucking Hulk Hogan used to look like he was wearing a nappy. Yeah. Maybe that was for the leg drop. They're all fucked now, and it's quite sad to see. Aye, mate. Aye, they're all fucked up, man. Like, their bodies must be fucking absolutely agony 24-7. Yeah. What a job that is. I know, fuck out. <laughs> imagine being a wrestler and, <sighs> like, imagine having, like, you know, everybody has a bad day. So you're like, I can't be fucked tonight, man. I can't believe I need to wrestle a match in front of 10,000 people and I can't be fucked. It's like, no, like, you know, I just come in here and wing it. I'm sitting with my shorts on they need to be on top 
think so. Well, they kind of should, but I think some of them were a wee bit winging it. I yeah. think some of them were like crackheads and just kind of like, get out there. <laughs> and then they walked out and were like, oh shit, right, aye. Time aye. to perform. Further their uppers and downers. Rusty. Yeah. Away for two weeks, feeling very rusty. Who? Me. Are you? Well, no rusty, but you know what I mean. No, you're doing well, mate. Doing all right? Aye, absolutely. <clears throat> Couple of big things have happened as well in Scotland. We can go into a shop and not wear a mask anymore. When did that kick in? I think it kicked in on, this is Tuesday, I think it was like Friday. Right. So you don't need to wear a mask on public transport, in the bus, well, public transport, but venues. In restaurants and stuff, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. Right. So we don't need to wear a mask anymore then? Nope. Fuck's sake. I'm going to still wear a mask though. Like, see public transport. You just need to understand going through uh, Springburn on the bus is, you know, Ukraine is better <laughs> right now. <laughs> before before COVID you were wearing a mask? Aye. Plus you need to get the fact that, I mean... I said I got a lift into the podcast today. I didn't even know the cunt. Like, really? <laughs> I kind of know him. It's like I've lived there my whole life and everybody knows me because I'm Bobby. So it's like every cunt <laughs> talks to me, man. Cunt's just stopping off for your I, lift. So it's like you want a lift and it's like, oh, that's my neighbor's fucking cousins, mate. Right. And did you have anything to talk to them about? No, not really, man. Oh, it was fuck. just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just sit there in silence? <laughs> Stern forward. Now, <laughs> what you, you back gigging? I'm like, ah, I'm all right. Everybody knows your business, I know, man. Aye, mate. I got out the car, uh, no, the car. I got out my house the other day, and my neighbour's stepdad uh, was like, I, I couldn't help but just laugh, like, because, because I'm, you know, put a wee bit of weight on, and I've no, I'm just getting back into gigging. Mm -hmm. He's like, ah, come on. You can't let you can't fall back into that horrible thing that you were in before, getting depressed and putting on hunters of weight. You need to pull your finger out your ass, get back into it. And I'm standing there thinking, I'm actually quite happy, mate. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Pure feeling good, like wait, leaving the house. Like, oh, do you know what? I'm feeling good about the day. The day's going to be a good day. Step out the door. Like that. Oh, Bobby, get your <laughs> finger out your fucking ass. <laughs> what mate i'm going for a haircut i had the tunes on like lovely day lovely day and he's like ah, you're getting fat as fuck again so there we go i mean i mean i did a video we this was a weird one a couple of weeks ago i did a video years ago uh on bbc social about porn and how it's bad for you and blah 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 which it is you know but <laughs> i don't know why that was funny but um <laughs> i don't know why I laughed because he's got Porn in the background. <laughs> it's because I was watching magic porn before I came on. But um, I don't even think you can say that anymore, can you? No, it's... Uh, it's. I'm not even going to say that Cancelled. either. See, we're all fucking scared to say things <laughs> no, now. Fuck's sake. What was I saying? No, I, and uh, somebody was uh, sending me... Well, just chatting. I mean, just chatting in messages. And then they were talking about porn. Mm. And I was like, oh, right, whatever. Just, it's not like... I don't know if people expect... You'd be like, oh, listen, I can't talk about that or whatever. I've had a problem with that before. Don't talk about that, please. Yeah. You must accommodate my every whim, every twist and turn of my life. But um, it was like four days later, sent me a DM. 
Now, as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, why the fuck did they go back my fucking Facebook feed like five years? But they were like, oh, I just watched that video that you did on porn. I'm really sorry. I was talking about porn. And was, was that like, a female? It was a guy. Mm. And I was like, right, and what? And they're like, oh, you, you had a problem, but I'm sorry that I was talking about that. Like, did it trigger you? Like, no, mate. I'm like, yeah. No. Like, you can talk about your porn use all you yeah. want. You're a big, you're a big boy. Aye. I shouldn't have used that term when we're talking about porn. <laughs> I trust, trust me, I'm no gay man. I just said, <laughs> Billy Gunn's got some farter on him. And fucking <laughs> Paul's, Paul's got some boy. banger. Wiping your mouth, wiping the slabbers off your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, this is like a really shite casting couch, isn't it? Like, I'm just getting my breath back, man. Two shillings, right? I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> um, How old are you? Me, oh, 56 <laughs> <laughs> I've had that as well see when I was a vegan I don't know if this is similar but I'd done a gig mm. and it was a weird kind of poetry night it was a mixed night poets and uh, music and comedy so mm. it was a strange night but it was a really good gig and there was a comedian up before me that was very outside the box I can't even remember what the joke was but do you know the slices of ham that had the wee bear's face on it. Right, Billy Bear meat. Billy Bear. <clears throat> right, so he had Billy Bear meat, and he was doing a joke, I can't remember, but it was funny. And he left hundreds of Billy Bear meat on the stage. Right. And I went up on the stage, and I was like, as a joke, I'm a vegan, I find this offensive. <laughs> as a joke, do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And he messaged me like, I am so sorry that I left Billy Bear on the stage, <laughs> please forgive me. And I was like, mate, it was a joke. Aye, calm down, mate, for fuck's sake. Aye. Imagine that, pure, oh, they're a vegan, don't talk about meat. Yeah. I was only a vegan to lose weight. The work? Aye. Yeah, okay. Go through my Instagram I'm stories and you can, under, you dirty bastard, was that a dig? No. Uh, go through my Insta posts and you'll see uh, the weight loss that I did. And then you'll get it why i'm saying i've got thyroid cancer to people <laughs> <laughs> the scary thing is they're believing me that's how much weight i've got on man fuck's sake you don't look like you've got a thyroid problem for fuck's sake mate <laughs> that 100 percent. i mean we have a laugh and a joke but you don't look like you've got a fucking thyroid well, problem did i tell you like um when i was sick i was swollen glands like my glands on my back of my neck were swollen right to the point that i was freaked out and I went to the GP. I've said this on a, a previous podcast and I was scared. And uh, I had to get my blood tested and all that type of shit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, at to the nurse, uh, if I get something wrong with me. She's like, no. I'm like, so is there something wrong with my thyroid? Nope. And I was like, so I'm just fat? She's like, aye. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> How shaming is that when a medical professional tells you that your problem that you've went there, pure, I've got a problem, they're like, ah, you're fat. Hi. <laughs> She's like, ah, you're fat. Happened you're... to me, mate, with sciatica. I oh. would get referred to the physio and they went, this is a tall person or a fat person's problem. And, I, and obviously, because I'm six five, I was like, ah. she, she went, but unfortunately, you're both. Oh! <laughs> Bastard man. <laughs> which I was. You know, I can't do anything about the tallness, which is what she said. Uh -huh. You can't do anything about your height, but you can do something about your weight. Lose some fucking weight, you fat cunt. That wasn't, she didn't say that. That's what my inner monologue said to myself. But I, she was like, sciatic is a tall person or a fat person's problem. And wow. unfortunately for you, you're both. 
God. I was 25 stone at the time. 20, 20, Holy 20, fuck. Somewhere between, used to fluctuate somewhere between 20 and 25 stone. Honestly? Hi. That is crazy. And mate. I looked, I looked all right, mate. You need to show us a picture. I don't what? have any. Oh, what? I, do, I genuinely don't have any. God. The highest, the fattest I've ever been is 20. And 20 is like, I'm struggling to breathe and all that. Mm hmm. But I hate you. I, do you know, I was one of the cunts that would say that I was six foot. Right. And then I get, measured for my mate, my mate's wedding mm -hmm. uh, recently and honestly i think i'm like five eight or something <laughs> look joe rogan <laughs> joe rogan's like five one and it's gone wikipedia it's pure five nine you're like is he fuck man Aye. but five well, eight five nine this is what I had, a, I had a chat with a nutritionist i was like pure what the fuck right and they, they, they do something about this and then um, they were like cause of your height you carry it like my bmi they were like your bmi is actually no that bad just because you're so tall and it wasn't until I went on holiday uh, at Benidorm with my mates. I would just take my tap off. My mate was like, you need to do something about that. He's like, I'd never seen, like, I'd never guessed that you were that big. Wow. With like, your clay zone, just because I carried it well. Now people say that, oh, you carry it well. I must have been doing that. But I mate, I was big. Like, I was big. Wow. I used to play football every single day. Feel like as far back as I can remember until... 17 and then as soon as i left school to go to uni it was just like i swapped playing football with my mates and playing football for a football team for jack daniels and fucking marlborough lights so what's gonna happen and yeah. i worked at mcdonald's yeah you're gonna get fat mate you know what i mean god that's crazy mate you look amazing thank you very much no quite billy gun arse no nah, you've got a good arse don't quite have james forrest farted but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Do you think it's sexual harassment that fucking Celtic Moz will take photos of his arse at the Celtic game and post it on uh, Twitter? Aye. Do you think that's sexual harassment? I think so. I think, uh, maybe not a harassment, but I think some line is getting crossed. Definitely. Mm -hmm. People have always got something to say about your appearance, man. See, when you're in the Z-list celebrity to people like him. I mean, I just said Billy Gunn's got some arse on him, so... What the fuck am I talking about? But it's complimentary. Uh, aye. So is, so is people taking a photo at James Forrest's backside, I suppose. Yeah. Don't mind I people just get making people a asking me what's wrong with me. <laughs> you alright? <laughs> <laughs> Did that to me when you fucking came in. Feel you sad? Like, no, I'm fucking feeling alright. <laughs> that was nothing about your appearance though. Oh, was it? I pick up on energy. Oh. I'm good at that. You're an intuitive. Yeah. I get dreams on that. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? Um, I've got some good, some nice news, positive news I'm going to announce. Um, I love a charity called One Tree Planted. They're based in America. You can plant a tree for a quid. And I've always loved them. Uh, I think they started 10 years ago. The first year they planted 50,000 trees. Wow. Last year they planted... I'm sure it was like 44 million or something. What? Crazy. Worldwide from India. Uh, you know, they had a place, they set up goals like randomly around the world and Edinburgh was there and they needed 400,000 trees and they reached a target very quickly. So now they've set up places in Ireland, Portugal, Denmark, uh, Juventus, every... every Somebody that played for Juventus said every time Juventus score a goal, I'll donate 
a thousand trees. Um, an Arsenal player said every time Arsenal get a point, um, I'll donate three thousand trees to the Amazon. And then, so they're still waiting on the trees for Arsenal, are they? Fucking <laughs> 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 every time we win a game, lie. <laughs> and uh, but that's Ch- incredible, man. It's a really, really good, amazing charity. Uh, you can pick anywhere you want, like forest fires, Australia. See when there was a massive uh, forest fire in Australia mm-hmm. a couple of years ago Aye. and like five billion fucking animals died and their website crashed because so many people were were donating. So uh, Jeff Bezos, is it Bezos? Mm-hmm. Um, he donated something like a billion dollars to them over the space of 10 years, I think. Right. As part of the Bezos Earth Fund. Right. Maybe okay. not as much as a billion. I think I fucked it there. Um, but mu- like millions and millions. I of hope times. it's a billion. Aye. So. Where do they plant a billion trees though? What the fuck? Well, they're doing this thing in Africa that they're going to try and plant a uh, hundred million trees. And if you go and plant a, a tree there, if you pay, they'll match your donation. Right. And I think that match is coming from the Jeff Bezos fund. Right. So and it's only a quid. It's only a quid. So I'm going to, I know it's only a tree. I donate money to them monthly anyway. And I've, I've been donating to them uh, for years. But I think as a wee positive note, I think I'll plant a tree every time I do a podcast. I'll match it. Aye, aye, why no? You kidding? A quid? To plant a fucking tree? Yep. And you think about it, we we plant two trees together. That's could be over a hundred trees a year. And then you think those trees will be there for 50, 60, 70 aye, years. Mate, that's class. I think I've seen you share something about it. Yeah. Um no so long ago. Did did you buy a gift or something? Or did you yes. gift it to somebody? I do that quite a lot. The family members that I don't like. <laughs> I'm just like, there's 30 trees you can't. <laughs> but like, each tree costs 100 quid. I got you 10 <laughs> trees. They'll be like, oh, I want the grand. Oh, fuck off. You know, I think I've, like... That's th- class, but... It was a conscious decision by me, like, of pick a charity that you love and you know that's going to help the world instead of, like, walking down the street and somebody's, like, donate money to the fucking parrot fund. I'd rather give money to that charity. Aye, mate. I actually get fucking really annoyed with a charity mugger the other week where the guy was like, pure, they were bouncing about the fucking street, man. They Aye. were bouncing about the street. Wait, was there a point to your tree thing? No, I'm I... just spread, spreading some... Aye, uh, mate. That's class, but... And I'll, I'll do a tree. Aye, man, I'll give you a quid every time we fucking do a podcast awesome. to do a tree. Absolutely. And you can pick wherever you want, mate. We could do the same place... Or we could pick somewhere different. Let's, aye, let's do it, man. That's class. Um, aye, but this fuck nugget was just bouncing about and I was like, oh, no. Aye. Like, I've got this persona that I adopt when they come near me and nine times out of ten, they're like, ah, and they don't even fucking talk to me. Just get this pure stony face look. Just like, like, I don't fucking want you to talk yeah. to me. But this guy was pure, Hey man, how's it going? Pure jumping in front of me, like pure, whoa, stop in your tracks. And I was just pure, <laughs> no thanks, mate. That's, I just, if they did come up to me, I just go, no thank you. Polite, I'm not being rude. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I genuinely don't give a fuck. Um, and he was pure, oh, that's cool. You don't like starving children. 
And I was I was actually like that away for turning around and going, mate, you realise how fucking stupid you look? You can paid like fucking 10 quid an hour yeah. to, to get money out of people. Get your fucking salary to them. See if you really fucking care. Yeah. You fucking arsehole. Of course I care about starving, starving children. What I don't care about is, you know, chief executives of charities getting paid 20 fucking 250 grand a year and, you know, they're the top 1% paid CEOs in the country and they work for cancer charities and it's like, do you know what? Fucking ram up your fucking hole. Yeah. I'll fucking feed away. I'll go in the streets of Cran Hill and I'll feed. <laughs> Mate, I completely agree with you. I would rather give money to a local food bank knowing that 100%. It, it would get used than, than give it to like some type of charity that is doing this, you know, like Amazon shit or something. Like, that's, you know that it's gone towards a salary than helping people. Aye. So, I think Cancelled Research UK has got, like, the top paid CEO in the country. It's crazy. Like, cunts use these fucking charities as a way to just basically get a fucking job and just yeah. get some money. I don't think it's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate the char charity muggers, man. Hey, man, can we talk to you for a second? Oh. You got a couple of minutes, man? Oh, come on, bro. And you're like, it's not a couple of minutes that you're wanting. You're wanting yeah. my bank details and you can fuck yeah. off. Like, get the fuck. I used to give all sorts of money through my salary when I worked at Virgin. They've got a thing, Virgin Angels, I think. And it's all like Richard Branson up. And for every pound that you give, Virgin will give you a pound as well. Like, he'll match it and all that wow. sort of good stuff. And it was always like, do you know what? Like, I'll fucking... There's a tax benefit, obviously, and, you know, but... That wasn't the reason for doing it. And I used to say that quite a lot, but listen, I, I geese straight out my salary and they're always like condemning you. But the only reason that they're condemning you is because they want their commission. Yeah. Like they might get into it, you know, with like some sort of good intention and thinking, well, if I'm going to make money doing sales, I may as well do it in like an ethical way and get money for a charity. But mate, fucking, all oh, right, okay, yeah, that's cool. You don't, you don't like, you don't want to help starving kids. Like, oh, I, because you're fucking helping them, you fucking bampot. <laughs> Away you get, man. I've had day cunts trap my door. <clears throat> I've had that a couple of times, but a law must have been changed because I've not seen it. I don't think you're allowed to do lock in Scotland anymore, mate. Yeah. I think Sky and even all the energy companies, they all had to dissolve their direct door chat themselves yeah pretty sure i've something. not seen that in a long time but i remember a guy came to my door once and i was like you know self-employed so it was my old flat my office is in my flat midway through work mm -hmm. and this cunt's at the door and i'm like mate get away from my door who the fuck do you think you are what was he saying it was it was a charity it was like charity busker just fucking chatting doors do you want to hear about the worst one in this the this was my ex, right? They were a Down Syndrome charity bringing a Down Syndrome person along with them to chat the door. And she was like, I couldn't know. She <laughs> pure gave them the pure 20 quid a month like the max. She was oh. like, I couldn't know. And I, I came home and she was pure, oh, you'll never guess. And she was like, the fucking chat the door, pure, oh, we're here for a Down Syndrome charity. And when I went to shut the door, he was pure like, wheeled out. Oh like, God, came beside man. the door. No, that's fucking, I think that's fucking bang out of order. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she complained. And I think rightfully so, man. Yeah. Can you imagine them bringing like a cancer patient run? Yeah. And plus it's very, uh, it's very degrading to someone with Down syndrome. Because I think so, I, I know people with Down syndrome. I've worked with people and they're all right. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. to, to, 
I have to be very careful stepping around this thing. <laughs> I'm laugh. starting out in a mad sweat. But it's like, you've just got Down syndrome, you can still work and, you know. Aye, we had a guy with Down syndrome at work to McDonald's. Yeah. I feel like I'm not even joking. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm laughing. Nervous. It's because there's a camera facing pure, me. Pure nervous laugh, mate. It's a nervous laughter, man. Can you imagine that? Somebody chatting the door and being like, well, just canvassing for some donations, monthly donations for a Down syndrome trial. And then when you go, no, no, they're like pure, well, here, meet Tommy. And they bring, <laughs> and that's literally what they did, mate. Like, Tommy's got a McDonald's uniform on, is he dead? Aye, that's pathetic. God, I had Jehovah's Witnesses at the door once, and I was thinking about it, man. Hey, just join them, Garanga. I was like, maybe just get away from my door. Remember the, the Garanga? Oh, here, they were fucking, they were, they had attitude problems. Aye, mate, I used to tell me fuck off. Aye. Aye. There was a very, there was a guy that was very close to being violent. You're like, mate, get out my fucking face. Aye, they were very hyper-aggressive with yeah. our Buddhism or whatever the fuck. I remember when NTL, this is a funny story. It's not really, but I kind of is. When NTL cabled at East End, they came round and they were just, that's what they would do. You know, they dug up the street. I was already pissed off because I used to rollerblade in the street and they dug up the street and when they <laughs> laid down the street, because we had the pure smooth tarmac, it was all that fucking bobbly shite you know like yeah. stains so you're like can't fucking skate hopefully you're only 25 stone no i was only 25 but i'm <laughs> <laughs> on i was like a wee guy but this is in the 90s like they, they dug up the street to put the cables down and then like three four months later they came around the chapter door and they were obviously like cable tv and phone line there was no broadband and we had sky or whatever and the guy came at the door and my dad had this just this like as soon as he opened the door and they were like, oh, we're fair, he would just go, nope, and just shut the door, right? That like, pure rude as fuck when you think about it. But you don't owe them anything and you're in your own fucking house. Exactly. Aye. You're in your own house. You're in your own house, man. You can, you don't need to, you don't owe them anything. You're, even if you're walking down the street, you don't owe them anything. Yep. This is the problem, as is the entitlement of it. Like, I, don't, I, I don't owe you an excuse, an explanation or nothing. You're approaching me in I've the street. Stopped, fuck off. I've stopped being like, oh, I'm busy, or I'm caught to catch a train, or I'm going to the gym. I've stopped that. That's why I just go, no, thank you. Because you don't owe them fuck all, and I'm not going to the gym. I just don't want to fucking talk to you. You're happy. Yeah. Getting on. I'm very happy. I'm, I'm a bit happy as well. Just thought that before. No, it's all right. It wasn't funny at all. Aye, but they're smelly happies. Aye. You're a cool happy. I'm a good happy. But my dad would just have this thing. He would answer the door, um, and I'll tell you, actually, see if it was Watchtower. Who are they? Born Again Christians. Are they Jehovah's? Yes, that's Jehovah. He would talk to them. I don't know why, but he would talk to them. Maybe he was curious. No, I think he, I think he felt sorry for them a wee bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he'd be like, oh, do you want a cup of tea? I'll buy your watchtower, or like whatever it was, right? And yeah. when, see when my dad passed away, the wee watchtower woman was genuinely gutted when she came to the dorms. Like, oh no, sorry, my dad's dead. And she was like, you're oh, oh, that's... Oh, like, actually, like once a month we'd come and talk to my dad and have a cup of tea. But that's NTL guy anyway. That's nice, by the way. Aye. I think That's he just nice. fucking felt sorry for them because he knew if they're getting sucked in by fucking born-again Christianity or whatever, there's something missing in their life or whatever like that. Uh -huh. But uh, aye, the NTL guy came. I'm in my room, right? And I just hear the door and I just know the script. If it's going to be a fucking salesman, he's getting told to get to fuck. But on the door and the guy's like, oh, hi, Mr. Shields, we're here for NTL. And my dad just went, no, and just shut the door. The guy put his foot in the door. And I remember stoning at the top of the hall and going, oh, fuck. Wow. And the guy went, 
like looked at me like sort of puzzled and my dad fucking ragdolled this guy around the front garden it was like that bit and wait was, a minute see when you say put the foot through the door he deliberately kicked the door no he put his foot in the door oh. so my dad answered with a storm door so you could like my dad would leave the front door actually open but would shut the storm door to like let like during the summer and this is like the summer pure picture that my head the guy chapped the storm door my dad opened the storm door it's just like we swing doors not a big heavy door or anything and he went over oh, for him. my dad went nope and just shut the door and the guy put his foot in the door to stop the door for shutting Holy fuck. and said something like well if you don't want me to save you money that's fine and i was pure oh fuck and the guy was just like what my dad just grabbed him and just ragged out didn't he punch him or kick him or anything like that just like you would with like a paper bag just did that side to side with the wee guy <laughs> just threw him down the front garden was wow. like don't you fucking dare put your foot in my fucking door Wow, oh my god so that was the type of treatment countries to get if they came fucking cold calling my fucking wait a minute that's what he gets <clears throat> aye mate you think so you think it's a bit far i mean maybe i've just had a bad day today, man. <laughs> fuck them man <laughs> fucking ntl cunts fuck them i mean i was when i was walking along here to come to this podcast there was a guy um talking to people and i had my headphones on and i just patched them I never patched him, but I started speaking. So I thought that he would f think that I'm on the phone. Uh -huh. But I'm just like, I'm not in the mood. I do a lot of charity work. I do a lot of charity gigs. I donate to charities. What else do you want? Could man? be skint, mate. Aye. Like fucking fuel, like house costs have just doubled overnight and they're trying to give you guilt. Aye. To give you a fucking fiver a month, man. It's like, go I, away, I man. get it on Facebook and all, mate. People <clears throat> messaging me. They think that I'm some, like, you know, they watch Scott Squad. So they think I'm famous. They think I'm rich. I think you're minted. think I'm minted. And I'm like, here, wait a minute. I'm living in my fucking <coughs> old bedroom in Spr Springburn. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm in my dad's house because I'm fucked. Like, he's a brick, man. Ah, uh, you don't need the guilt. Aye. Aye, it's ridiculous, mate. Um, an hour is plenty. That's all you're getting, you smelly bastards. I was nearly... <laughs> did, did I tell you the story that I nearly became a Jehovah's Witness? No. I was very, very close to being a Jehovah, mate. Because when I was depressed and under the influence of alcohol and drugs, mm -hmm. um, before I did stand-up comedy, I wanted to be a barber. And do you know what? I don't give a fuck if they find this out. I got a work placement in a barber's and they were Jehovah's Witnesses. Right. And put part of the Jehovah faith as they try. It's like an Alka AA thing. It's a 12-step thing. Uh -huh. So when I was there and I was depressed and I couldn't break the cycle of drinking, they tried to make me a Jehovah's Witness. And at that point in my life, it was very appealing. Because I remember, I think I was 24. Right. Maybe 23 right and i remember thinking because he said you know we look after each other we'll help you get a job then you marry as well you marry into your faith so we'll help you get a bird <laughs> i said maybe no oh, for word they never said this one for word, but done that. <laughs> we'll help you get a bird we'll help you get a house and you'll get away from drugs and drink and i thought aye, aye they tried to radicalize you aye that's how cunts end up on jihad but, you know, I was depressed. I knew them as people. They were good people. And I thought, fuck it, man. I'll be a Jehovah. And uh, uh, it took... Do you think that... And I don't know why this is just... thing. It, it's easy. 
it's the it's it's one of the paths of least resistance in life. Yeah. If you just go balls deep into a fucking religion, it's like getting to jail. Being in the jail appeals to me because <laughs> okay. you don't. So you being don't, a Jehovah's Witness is like being in the jail. I think so. Explain you don't yourself. Have, well, we, I mean, obviously prison's fucking terrible, right? But mm -hmm. neighbors, you get your bed, you ah, get yeah, your free right. dinners, and uh, you get access to a gym. I was thinking like that with the Jehovah faith. They're going to help me get a job. I'm surrounded in that circle. I won't be surrounded by drugs. Fuck it. And then my, my mate pulled me aside and my mate was like, you actually serious? Mm -hmm. you That's what Scientology is, isn't it, man? They're, they just look for people that are lost. Aye. And searching for something and they go, here's something. Aye. Do, do you like it? And they're like, nah, but I'm buying it. <laughs> Mate, I've thought about Scientology and all, like maybe to get better acting gigs and stuff. I would sign up. <laughs> man, fuck it. Dialectics and aye. the fucking or, the email or a Mason or something. So I I'm not a Jehovah's anymore uh, because they were going through the things you can't eat black pudding. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Darren, uh, we know you're struggling with life, and but we'll give you a wife, we'll give you a job, we'll give you a, a house, and you're like, hmm, but you can't eat black pudding, you're like, fuck that. Get to Get fuck. that day, fuck your fucking... What do you mean I can't have a black pudding supper? God, why would God want to cause me that pain? <laughs> Plus, see when, you know, you get blinded by people's life, and you're like, this is amazing, mm -hmm. but I was like, some of them were taking gear, and all that type of shit. I'm like, you're not really real Jehovah's Witnesses. Aye. So... Get yourself to fuck. Anyway, that is the end of the podcast. We've done over an hour after a two-week break. I think that's very good. No much editing or anything needs to get done. Don't think so, mate. Uh, Want to give another <laughs> shout-out to... Argue uh, Co. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you very much to Argue Co. Alan Argue. Um, the information will pop up on the screen. I might fucking need to phone him one day when we're getting cancelled uh <laughs> talking about cunts with down syndrome at the door that happened <laughs> i fight i that's true that sorry fucking, i just slabbered there that fucking happened man so if you've if you need help any legal advice anything like that wills get in touch with argue and co and um this will be up as soon as possible there's no major rush if you would like to buy me a coffee that goes towards me um alan's nice enough to cover costs of the the venue stuff so um i and also see if you're a, a regular listener to this podcast can you please rate it because it's had a lot of rates and shares on spotify and stuff and it's doing well but if if you've not done it can you please do it because it genuinely helps me and paul it, and we want to keep doing this and we enjoy it so thank you very much God bless and moan the fucking watchtower. <laughs>